Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. struggle with confusion and loneliness and fear and insecurity. And again, Hebrews chapter 4, he was tempted on all points, even as we are, yet without sin. For the one who could never sin, could never die, to become truly human, he had to endure what we endure. He had to taste pain and death if he was to fully know us. And that's what he wanted. Did you know that God can fully relate to you and understand the emotions of where you're at? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches that Jesus came and was tempted just as you are, but without sin. Jesus knows and understands every emotion you feel and can help you navigate through any struggle. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 2 with today's message. We go through some stuff in this life. You know, I've met young men and women who come to know the Lord Jesus, you know, they they accept the Lord, and and, and then they get really freaked out because they thought everything was going to go right. Now, you know, now Jesus is on my side, and so no more problems, no more struggles, no more, you know, hard times, no more bad luck, and I put that in quotations deliberately. I don't believe in luck. But they get the, you know, they have the idea, you know, somebody told them, you just need to accept Jesus, and he'll work all that out. And you know what? Eventually, he does. The Bible says he causes all things to work together for the good, those who are the call. But I don't know about you. I've, I've learned sometimes he does it over a period of years, right? It's not like, boom, oh, great. Now you're part of the family. I'll fix that. Don't worry about it. It'll all be gone tomorrow. No, no. And so people get disillusioned. People sometimes are confused and they don't understand because they've, they, they've had the idea that, that he's like a genie in a bottle, you know, and you just tell him what you want and he does that and you're good to go. Now we go through stuff. We suffer from trials and temptation and loneliness and pain and sickness and death. We struggle with confusion and loneliness and fear and insecurity. And again, Hebrews chapter 4, he was tempted on all points, even as we are, yet without sin. For the one who could never sin, could never die, to become truly human, he had to endure what we endure. He had to taste pain and death if he was to fully know us. And that's what he wanted. But he didn't want to merely experience these things in order to identify with those he loves. 
No, see, he had a bigger plan than that. He came to live among us both to identify with us in our struggle, but also to rescue us. The Bible says he intended to defeat and destroy the one who had the power over death, the devil. And he did that. He did that. He accomplished what he set out to do. That's a second statement that we need to consider. Look back at it. Hebrews 2, verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Wow. Fascinating statement. Since you and I have partaken of flesh and blood, he chose to do the same thing. See, a lot of times we think of ourselves as being flesh and blood. But that's not really accurate according to the Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 explains that we're much more than our bodies. We are so much more than these physical bodies. You know, Pastor Chuck always talked about the fact that, you know, we, we kind of need this right now. It'd be really hard for me to interact with my wife if I was a spirit and she was, you know, in a physical body. You know, it just wouldn't work. We, know we need these bodies right now to be able to walk around on this physical earth and interact with one another in this physical world. We need this for now. It's made for this, but eventually that's going to change. At some point, that's all going to change. And see, the, the thing that he wants us to understand is, yeah, we inhabit these physical bodies. There's a sense in which we, well, the word that he uses is actually koinonia. It's Similar to the name of Pastor Brian's church, the church there in Lima, Koinonia, the idea is communion, fellowship. And so the Bible's telling us that you and I, because you and I have, you know, we, we who are spirits have fellowship, have communion in a sense with, with this physical flesh. He chose to do the same. He chose to limit himself to the physical form. We've been integrated into this body. And so he chose to integrate himself into flesh and blood. And one of the reasons for doing that was that he intended that his own death would be used to destroy the one who held the power of death so that the rest of us would never have to fear death again. Now that, there's one to meditate on, guys. If you're a Christian and you fear death, you're missing something. You're missing something that he wants you to have. You're not yet grasping everything that he paid for. You remember what happened to his friend Lazarus? Remember the story? His friend Lazarus, you know, got real sick. And, and so Jesus gets word, you know, Mary and Martha were sending for Jesus. And Jesus was, I don't know, three days journey away, something like that. He's a long way away. And Lazarus is real sick. And, and the Bible says Jesus waited. He didn't go to him immediately. By the time he arrived, Lazarus had been dead four days. The Bible says Jesus, when he arrived, he wept. Why did he weep when he knew that he was going to raise Lazarus back to life? Why did he cry? I mean, if he knew he was going to be having dinner with the dead guy in, in three or four hours, why is he crying about this? You know what I mean? You know what I think it was? I think he wept because Mary and Martha and the rest of them were so blind. I think he wept. Because they were so frightened and devastated by this perceived loss. 
Perceived loss? He was dead and buried. Yeah, perceived loss. I heard a great statement. I've adopted it. When somebody who knows the Lord, you know, they lose someone. And we have to be careful with this because, you know, when people are grieving, it's, we have to be really, really sensitive and careful what we say, when we say it, how we say it, and these, these kinds of things. But I, I've changed my terminology in, in my sermons for funerals and memorial services and that kind of thing. Because if somebody knows the Lord and the family knows the Lord and then the person, you know, dies, they've not been lost. We've lost contact with them for a little while. You see the difference? That's huge. That's a big deal. You know, when, when the groups go to the, go to the jungle in, in Peru, you don't have contact. You know, you don't, you don't have email and, you know, cell phones and all that. Yeah, there's a pay phone, a satellite, you know, a pay phone, satellite phone there that you can use. But, but for the most part, you've lost contact with them for a couple of weeks, you know, a few days, whatever, but they're still there. Well, in the same way, when somebody dies in the Lord, they're still there. You've lost contact for a little while, but they couldn't see that. Mary and Martha, they, they, they couldn't see it. all these people there. They're wailing, you know, Jewish tradition. They would literally pay people if they had to, to just come and scream and wail and to honor the person who had died. And there was all kinds of wailing going on. And Jesus, oh, he, I'm sure he wailed, but not for Lazarus, for their blindness. If they could have seen Lazarus on the other side of the curtain, would they still have been begging Jesus to do something? I don't think so. John eleven forty three says, now, when he had said these things, and this is where he's, he's telling the sister, you know, listen, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the, and the life. Your brother's going to, he's coming back. He'll, he'll rise again. When he said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes. His face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Now, now listen, do you think Lazarus was excited to be back? No. Can you imagine? No, I know we can't, right? You know what hit me about this? Listen, when we first bought this building, you know, we had to have it tented and everything and we came in, the day they took the tent off, we came inside. There was something dead somewhere. You know what I mean? Under the building, up in the attic, maybe both. I don't know, but oh my goodness. Do you remember what the sister said? You know, Jesus, when Jesus said, roll a stone away, they're like, are, are you sure? He's been dead four days. He stinks. He did. Imagine waking up to that. He's wrapped. He's, and it tells us he had the thing around his face and everything. You've been dead four days. You, you've been... We don't even know what he was enjoying. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? 
We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.